Let's thank the Almighty God. Let's appreciate Him for His goodness. He alone is worthy of our praise. He alone is worthy of honor. Let's thank Him for making us to be alive once again. Let's thank Him for making us to witness another Tuesday. The year is running to an end, and uh, it's by His grace that we are still alive, breathing ill and healthy without any problem. So many people that we started this year together actually are no more. But God, in His infinite mercy, has kept us alive. Let's thank that great God. Let's thank Him. Let's thank that great God. Let's thank that great physician who has kept us from every form of sicknesses. Let's thank that great physician who actually has been, been taking care of us earthwise. Let's thank Him because He's the balm in Gilead. Let's appreciate Him wherever we are. Let's give Him thanks. We can thank Him in the Spirit by praying the Holy Ghost. We can thank Him by praying understanding, by singing to Him. You know, in our own understanding, in our own language, let's just thank Him. Just thank Him. It does not matter whatsoever you are doing. I mean, let's just appreciate Him because it's even because of His strength in us that we can do whatsoever thing we are doing. So I want us to thank Him. I want us to appreciate Him. He alone is worthy of our praise. Father, we say, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Reku Shata. Lord, we praise you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you because your banner over us is love. Thank you for every member of Potter's house. Lika Shatari Kesete Ikuri Henderi Karaba Shandari Kuzundu Ikaraba Rekerebo Kuriende. You alone not worthy of our praise. You alone not worthy of our praise. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Father, Savior. We say thank you. Savior, we say thank you. Our Redeemer, we say thank you. Our love, we say thank you. Our helper, we say thank you. Who is like unto thee, O God, among the gods, who is like unto thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders in our lives, doing wonders in our families, doing wonders in our homes. There is none like you. Rika rapo shon to rika raka sende rika raka sende rikere rikerebo kuri ende rika rapa shanda rikerebo kuri ende ria reke sende rikerebo kuri ende rika raba shanda rikerebo we exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. Rikaraba shendere kerebo kuri ende rikaraba. Mare kerebo kuri ende rikaraba rikerebo. I exalt you. I exalt you. Oh Lord. I exalt you. Oh, I exalt thee, oh Lord. Wherever we are, I want us to sing that song along. I want us to sing that song and appreciate the Most High. And I want us to appreciate the King of Kings. I want us to exalt Him. I want us to extol the name of Jesus. I exalt thee, oh, I exalt thee. Oh Lord, I 
are the reason why we lift our hands and why we lift our voice all because of you you are the reason why our life today why we are here today it's all because of you bless the lord oh my soul oh my soul oh worship is leaning i want us to sing along over there sing like never before Oh my soul, worship is holy. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. From the bottom of my heart, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. From the bottom of my head, I want us to proclaim the same thing over there, wherever we are. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. From the bottom of our heart, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. From the bottom of our heart, our righteous Father, I want to thank you once again for tonight thank you for the privilege to be alive thank you for the privilege to learn at your feet is by your mercies that we are alive is by your mercies is by your by your grace that we, that we are in the fold thank you for not allowing us to be among those who are on their path to destruction thank you for keeping us alive lord we say be thou exalted in the name of jesus lord for as many O god of us that we are together here on this platform we are saying thank you we are saying thank you for life we are saying thank you for life for provisions we are saying thank you for keeping us we are saying thank you for your protection over our lives and families lord we say be thou exalted in the name of jesus father as we've come to learn of you father please speak to us tonight in the name of jesus speak to our hearts tonight speak to every soul tonight never let our life remain the same after this after this study in the name of jesus thank you father because we've answered all glory and adoration belongs to you in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen okay so um i'm going to be using voice note for us tonight um intermittently so as to be fast a little bit faster and uh, also to be able to um, get some things across to us better now like i said we'll be looking at the topic which says um the uh, the lord knows his own and uh, from the test that we saw we discovered that uh, god actually knows those are serving him and uh, whether whatsoever thing we are doing whether we are been true or not god actually knows so but then we want to look at some of the characteristics of the true children of god and um, first of all we look at galatians chapter 5 i'm going to start reading from verse 16 and it says this i say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh verse 17 says for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary the one to the other so that he cannot do the things that he would 
but if ye be led by this be led of the spirit ye are not under the law now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft hatred variance emulations wrath strife seditions heresies envies murders drunkenness revelings and such like of thee which i tell you before as i have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of god i went on to say in verse 22 it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law now first of all i want to call attention to verse 18 which is if you be led of the spirit ye are not under the law you know more often than not you know as christians we say we are not under the law we are under grace but then we must understand that if there's anything that makes us to be free from the law is that we allow ourselves to be led by the spirit of god and that's what he's saying that if you be led by the spirit of the spirit ye are not under the law so but then um in verse uh, 22 it says talks about the fruit of the spirit you know talking about the things that um should be seen in the life of a believer in the life of someone who truly is a child of god who calls himself as a child of god who calls herself as a child of god because jesus christ says by their fruits we shall know them so and according to this uh, place that we just read as a child of god love must be evident in our lives joy must be evident peace must be evident long suffering must be evident gentleness must be evident goodness faith etc all of this must be evident as a matter of fact there are landmarks you know there are signs there are things that people will see and say of a truth this person has the spirit of god of a truth this person is genuinely born again as a matter of fact in that place when we check it very well it says but the fruit of the spirit it didn't say fruits it's not a pura it's a singular word it says but the fruit of the spirit that means in a child of god someone who is genuinely born again and you know i mean constitutes all of these things that we've just read out love joy long suffering meekness faith and all that but then not all children of god actually exhibit all of this fine a child of god might exhibit love but then it might be wanting in faith a child of god might exhibit love but it might be wanting in meekness you know and that's why you know it's important we try as much as possible to look at you know what exactly can actually cause all of this you know not that the person is not a child of god but then sometimes some of these um components because i see it as a component because the bible makes us understand it's just a single fruit all of this is a, is found in a fruit so some of these components actually are missing and there's a reason for it you know for example in an orange um fruit you have so many vitamins in it you have water we have vitamin c you have so many things inside of it you know but then the beauty of that fruit will not be revealed if not allowed 
to stay long enough on the tree so that they can ripen off and you know, be sweetened and and, and 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 that thing be the beauty to actually come out fully so in the same way the beauty of every child of god would not emerge or will not come out if not you know if you don't stay long enough if you don't abide on that tree on that vine which is jesus christ and that's why he says fruit you know fruits are, are are things that are produced you know when you know bet- between between two parties that, that that come together and as as, as christians that have come together you know if, if we are united with christ there's a fruit that should be produced and that fruit contains all of these components that we play. so as a child of god the first thing or the attributes that we should look for it's embedded in this thing. Do you have love, you know, or do, do you do, do do you do you show love towards your neighbor? You know, the book of Proverbs says that they that that he that that hates his neighbor is not wise. So, do you have love towards your neighbor? Do you express it towards? Do you have joy? Do you have peace? If that's one of the major things, Jesus Christ said that my peace I leave to you, not as the world give it. Do you have long suffering? Can you persevere? Are you gentle enough? Jesus Christ said, be gentle as a dove, but be wise as a serpent. You know, are you good to people? What can people say about you? Do you have faith? You know, because without faith, no man can please God. You know, are you meek? Are you temperate? Are you disciplined? You know, is it everything that, that, that calls for your attention that you go for? Are you disciplined? What takes the first place in your life? God will help us as we go on in this study in Jesus' name. All right, so um, like I said, um, still talking about the qualities and attributes of um, the true people of God, of genuine believers, which I I trust God to help us um, look inwardly, you know, and check our lives, you know, if we don't have some of these things. Not, not sometimes it might not be because we are not genuinely born again, but it might just be because we have not spent enough time with the father you know like um they usually say in yoruba that so in the same way this is one of some of the fact jesus some of this part this what this um uh, adage i just m- m- mentioned now i mean it goes in line with one of the parable of jesus Christ that talks about if if you uh put uh, a living in between a bread for um, three weeks, uh, three um, shem, will, um, three measures of width, you know. For if you leave it, the whole living, the whole thing will be, will be. I mean, will become, I mean, living. You know, the whole thing will become just like living. So, in the same way, sometimes we, we um, not exhibiting some of these things might not be because we are not genuinely born again. But it might just be because we've not spent time with God. We've not spent time with God in, in prayers. We've not spent time in, with God in the Word, which is which was why I mean, like I mentioned in the previous voice notes, that for us to bear fruits as children of God, because the Word awaits, you know, earnestly await for the manifestation of the sons of God. They are waiting. They know who God is. They know what God is capable of doing. And because they and because they know that if truly we are his children, we are his sons, we we carry his ability, we will carry his strength, we will carry his power. And Jesus Christ actually affirmed that by saying, The works that I do, you shall do also, and greater works than this. 
So the 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 world endlessly awaits the manifestations of the sons of God. So that's why, as children of God, we need to go back to the foundation, to the first love. So some of the attributes or qualities of the people of God is that the people of God enjoy fellowshipping together with the people with with with, with enjoy fellowshipping together with one another. You know. David says that I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. How glad are, are you when it's, when it's fellowship time? You know, how eager are you to want to fellowship with others, to want to, you know, to want to fellowship with the brethren, you know, not forsaking the gathering of the brethren. How glad are you? How do you feel? You know, does other thing, you know, take the first place? Can you actually create time for fellowshipping with other brethren, for fellowshipping with God? I know there's there's something that I I, I notice with um the the Muslims, and and it's that um when it's time for their prayers, when it's time for them to go to the mosque, it does not matter whatsoever thing they are doing. It does not matter how important that thing is. It does not matter how important that person is. I mean, they would stop that thing, they would leave that person, take permission, excuse that person, and go for prayers, and go for fellowship. They will never miss it. But the reverse is the case for we children of God. Who claim, or who definitely have the truth, the whole truth, the reverse is the case. We trivialize fellowshipping with others. We've seen, we are too familiar with God, that the things of God has become, you know, um, so common to us, have become so evil spoken even amongst us, you know. So, how do we see fellowshipping with others? Is fellowshipping with others with God should be a time of refresh. Should be a time that you should be eagerly, you should eagerly look forward to, you know. You know, was it last week or there about? And uh, I was just looking at this platform and all that. I could remember how we started together, you know, for for Bible study, how some of us come online and all that. But all of a sudden, I discovered that we just don't have time anymore. You know, not because we don't have time, but because we've placed some other things more important than fellowshipping together. For example, if it were to be a birthday, somehow, somehow you have time to want to come online to just drop something. But when it's time for Bible study, we somehow don't just see people. You know, it's just like it shows the place you've placed fellowshipping with God in our heart, fellowshipping with people together in our heart. So please, as children of God, you know, who actually claim to be children of God, fellowshipping to others should be something that we enjoy. It should be pleasurable to us. Also, re-attributes of people, the true people of God, or the attributes and qualities of true people of God, is that they are lovers of righteousness and holiness. They live a blameless life. Someone who calls himself uh, a child of God loves righteousness because my God actually, you know, like what the word of God says that God loves righteousness. You know, I mean, God is, is a God, is a righteous God. He hates sin. And if truly we are his children, we should like what he likes and we should hate what he hates. So, um, I will not be able to go through some of the tests that is being penned down here, but then, as true children of God, righteousness, you know, should be our watchword. These are attributes. 
you know it does not matter how much god is using a person if righteousness is missing that means something is wrong somewhere if as a child of god does not matter how much activities you are engaged in in church if righteousness is missing that means there's a problem somewhere so righteousness holiness is fundamental to our faith as a child of god righteousness is key also living a blameless life you know i've heard about quite a number of people that say we cannot be perfect and all that but then whose reports are we going to believe because the word of god says that be ye perfect even as i am perfect even as your heavenly father is perfect you know and if god says we can be perfect that means we can be perfect and that's why the word of god says that without faith it is impossible to please god we must believe the word of god for what he is if god says you can do it let god be true and all men lie then you can do it if god says you can live a holy life then you can live a holy life so i don't want us to see that oh i'm human nobody is perfect in this world nobody is this nobody is that it's not about anybody salvation is a personal race as a true child of god you can live a blameless life i can live a blameless life also true children of god are committed and dedicated to the things of god not just doing it haphazardly not just doing it when it's convenient not just coming to church when it's convenient not just i mean handling the things of god with levity with laziness you know just like it was uh, discussed you know in our last sunday school you know talking about i mean going late to work you know the same thing too applies you know in spiritually too you know some people you know just lackadaisical about the things of god just the way they are lackadaisical about you know their their jobs you know like i said lackadaisical about the things of, of god you know and some of these things that you know we even do in, in church we can't even do it in our place of but because we, we we don't see god you know we say oh is god god understand but then hmm, god knows those who are serving him and that's what our test says for today so you must be committed you must be dedicated we must be dedicated to the things of god that's the true mark of each of children of god according to john 8 31 and first corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 because of our time i will not be able to read this so and also true children of god are true worshipers who worship god in spirit and in truth they are not just people who sing in from their lips they are not just people who just dance doing gymnastic you know but they are true worshipers who has you know worship is their lifestyle who are truly submissive not just those who come to church on sunday sing dance worship they can even cry on sunday but from monday to saturday i mean they are different person entirely they are true worshipers they are who they proclaim you know they truly live out the love they proclaim for god you know every day every minute every hour they are true worshipers they keep to god's commandment absolutely they keep to god's commandment absolutely they are peculiar people and this is this is very 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 uh very uh very very uh sound one talking about peculiar people a holy nation a royal priesthood according to first peter 2 9 you know you are a king Jesus Christ said in Revelation chapter 5, verse 10, that he has ordained us to be kings and priests unto our God. So, we are not just anybody, anyhow, but we are royalty. And as a king, as a queen, 
you know as priests we can't live anyhow have you ever imagined a king you know rolling off his sleeves and in on his trousers and start fighting on the streets have you ever imagined a king you know abusing using vulgar languages have you ever imagined a king you know shouting doing things and you know, a king is conscious of the fact that he is a king and therefore or as a result of that he conducts himself you know appropriate appropriately he doesn't live anyhow he is so deliberate about his life so as kings and priests we need to live you know as such in our daily lives in our daily lives also their focuses and goals is heaven for true children of god their hope is eternal life and eternal glory their focus is not here on earth of course they are not complacent they have i mean every you know they are, they are diligent they are hard working but then their goal is heaven their goal is eternal life is eternal glory as a matter of fact as a child of god if you are not expecting the coming of the lord jesus christ that means there's a problem somewhere you need to be expectant you need to be watching for his coming as true children of god you know and and lastly before i conclude you know true children of god do not compromise with sin they maintain their stand it does not matter what the situation is you know like i usually say you know like i've said you know before during sunday school and uh, and any time i have the opportunity to teach and speak to people about the things of god you know no circumstance is enough reason to justify any sin, sinful acts no circumstance on earth and like we've, we've been discussing this on the school for some time now temptation overcoming temptation you know every circumstance you are faced with is to test your faithfulness and your love for god you know god wants to see how faithful you could you are you are to him if truly your love for him is genuine or is because of the things that you have that he has provided for you you want to see if your love for him is not attached to the things he has given to you you know just like the case of job just like the case of abraham even jesus christ himself was tempted so no circumstance is enough reason to justify any sinful act so god actually i mean those who are truly true children of god are i'm not will not compromise their stand just like the three hebrew men they never compromise their stand just like joseph he never compromised his stand in potiphar's house you know he never compromised his stand you know there are people with great faith in the lord look at elisha elisha never compromised his stand he was tempted to take gifts from Naaman but then he never compromised his time because he understood that it was not god's way to take it so whatever we find ourselves as children of god we can't afford to compromise ourselves because to be against the will of god also the children of true children of god are you know like i said there are people with great faith in the lord they are always willing to do the know what is worthy and acceptable in the sight of god not one you know considering what people say you know according to john chapter 9 verse, so not considering what is acceptable to people not considering what is in vogue but what is acceptable to god what is worthy and acceptable to god you know and that's what for those who actually were known there were people who actually you know were more conscious of god they were conscious of god than anybody you know 
God will help us. So people of of true people of God or children of God suffer persecution and trials for eternal glory. As seen in Matthew chapter ten, verse twenty-one and twenty-two, and Second Timothy two ten. You know, of course, a child of God does not mean we will not come across trials and tribulation. As a matter of fact, is 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 a is a a sure sign that we are his children because there will be persecution. And they will try us. There will be persecution, you know, not against you as a person, but against the faith that you hold, against the person that you believe in, against the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And that's why so much persecution will be faced by us, we children of God. So, but in the in the face of, of all of these challenges, we must maintain our stand, you know. And also, they always follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience. Like I've said, I've discussed all of this. And lastly. True children of God, for true children of God, their names will be written in the book of life. Their names will be written in the book of life. So, this world will pass away, you know, and everything that is in it. But the question is, does the Lord know you? On the last day, will you be accepted by Him or will you be, will you be rejected? The Almighty God will help us in Jesus' name. I want us to bow down with as we pray. Our Father and our God, we want to thank you once again. We want to appreciate you for this opportunity. We want to thank you for your word that you've sent to us. Because this word is timely, most especially to me as a person and to some other persons who are listening, wherever they may be. Father, I ask, oh God, the grace to remain in you. The grace to truly live out you know, our faith in you. The choice to not to compromise our faith and our love for you. Please give unto us in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask, O oh Lord, for as many who are weak, please strengthen us in the name of Jesus. For as many who are down, please lift them up in the name of Jesus. Please lift us up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we've answered. All glory and adoration belongs to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank <laughs> you.